Welcome to today's episode of Unadulterated Podcast with me, your host, Banker. I'm so glad to be coming to you today. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to remind you to please like, follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, five star, I'm sure, duh. And um, it helps other people find the podcast and it also lets me know what you think. Um, So please follow like subscribe um on all the platforms on spotify on soundcloud on google podcasts on apple podcasts wherever you get it from you can find us on the internet so i would really appreciate if you did that also you can follow on social media so on instagram and twitter it's at on adult underscore pod and that's on adult u-n-a-d-u-l-t underscore pod p-o-d and yeah, come join the family, join the conversation. Um, I post their quotes and different things. Um, and it's just a great way for us to interact uh, outside of the episode. So I would really love that. All right, so today's episode is one I'm really excited about. It's going to be a slightly different format than the previous ones. Um, but you'll see why in a moment. Um, but I think it's a really important one to have. Um, but before that, I just want to ask, how are you? How are you doing? Well, I hope. And if not, I'm sorry. But hopefully this will be a really good escape uh, for you from what's not making you feel good. Um, I'm doing okay today. Um, I've had a really relaxing few days. <laughs> I had a few days off work and on one of the days I remember just being in bed binge watching This Is Us. And if you've seen This Is Us, you know that it's kind of a bummer. It's kind of depressing, <laughs> but it is the best drama, the best. I will always recommend it. Um, but uh, it didn't actually make me too sad though when I was watching because I'm a thug and I don't cry. <laughs> Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I've just had a very relaxing few days. And so yeah, I'm feeling really good and so glad to be back with you today. Now, the inspiration for today's um, episode comes from a, I saw an article once from Inc. Magazine um, and uh, it was called, Want to be happier? Answer these 34 essential life audit questions. And I thought to myself, that's really interesting. Um, a, a, a life audit or a self-audit is something that I've actually uh, been very keen on. I think it's very important to um, check in with yourself and to evaluate things. And for me, this has been actually, you know, very key in my life. So I would say that over the last... I don't know, maybe about eight years or so, my life has really changed a lot. There have been, I think my life has been a lot more action-packed in the last eight years than it has been in my entire life <laughs> combined. And um, so many things, because so many things have happened to me in the last eight years. I have graduated from uni, I have started a career, I have moved out of home, you know, so many things and so, so many other things in between have happened and these are all really significant life changes at least for me they were and so as time 
passes on and as things change, I find that I myself also am changing. And because of that, I always say it's really key for me to check in with myself, see how I'm doing. And that's what I want for us to do today. Um, I'm a really big believer in you do the work. And that's exactly what this episode is going to be. So you will go into, or I hope that this episode will afford you opportunity to sit with yourself for a little bit and understand you for a second. You know, it's like having coffee with yourself, an interview with yourself um, to see, you know, what's really going on inside. It's so easy every day to just go through the motions. You know, you have, a, if you're like me, you have a routine. I love a good routine. One of the things I found out about myself during the pandemic is that I cannot function without a routine. I go crazy. (laughs) I absolutely lose my mind. I need a routine. I need structure. I need order. I need things. I need to know what I'm doing at what time. And so because of that, it's actually pretty easy to just go through emotions every day. It can even be an autopilot, you know, like I know that I'm doing this at this time. I wake up at the same time. I work out at the same time. You know, like I do, I have a schedule. And so sometimes actually I might not stop and think about things much. And so that's why I think this is really important. So if that's you, well, (laughs) welcome. Brew yourself a cup of something, tea, coffee, if it's nighttime, maybe a glass of wine, you know, whatever is your zhuzh, feel free, feel comfortable, you know, maybe get a journal, get a notepad um, and write down and really think about some of the things that I'm about to say Um, and they're for you. That's another thing that I really want to highlight is that it's for no one else but yourself. Um, these are things that you don't necessarily have to share. And so because of that, I'm not necessarily going to answer these questions myself because they're really personal, um, make you super vulnerable to yourself. Um, and this is the Internet. So <laughs> um, but definitely one that I want to answer for myself and be vulnerable with myself and really feel my feelings and like think about my thoughts in that regard. And so um, hopefully you can do the same. I mean, if there's somebody that you trust and you can be vulnerable with, then absolutely feel free to share this. It's at your own discretion. Um, but I think more more than anything else, it's just a very personal check-in with you. And so um, back to my point about um, the changes that have happened in my life, I realised that I too am now a different person. Actually, I'm a different person now than I was a year ago, which is so crazy. And so I find it really uh, pertinent to just stop and think, am I still me? You know, and 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 who is this person it's like you're re-getting to know yourself again um a friend of mine once said that she um regularly asks her parents like different questions like scenario type questions um because she says that she wants to get to know them again um and it's just like yeah I've known you my whole life but also conscious that you've probably changed in the time that I've known you and so I want to put this question to you again to see what you think and I thought that was such a great idea even just for somebody like your parents who you think you've known your entire life they've known you your entire life but I actually to like take the time out and to actively and consciously um get to know them again I think it's brilliant and who better to do that with than yourself all right 
so you've got your journal you got your notepad good to go okay fantastic so um, I've got 10 questions here um, a few of them I, I got from the article that I mentioned earlier um, but a few uh, the the rest of them are ones that I've just been thinking through myself and so the first one is very basic it's what you ask people when you first see them which is how are you um, and I don't want you to just give a the answer that you would give to people or strangers in a social setting, like, oh, I'm fine. No, I want you to really think about it. Think deeply about it. Um, how are you? How are you uh, mentally? How are you physically? How are you doing emotionally? Um, and I think it's really important to actually write down, you know, things that come to your mind first uh, or you know how 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 you're doing today if you can't if you think uh it's you know too much to think it's such a broad question condense it to today how are you doing today physically um are you are your knees creaky my knees were creaky a few weeks ago <laughs> and I felt like I was about 85 Shout out to all the 85 year olds, no disrespect to you, but you probably had better knees than I did a few weeks ago. So I just, I felt really like an old rundown engine. And so I was not doing good physically. Um, and that was really also starting to affect me mentally. And so I had to do many things to change that. So how are you doing um, mentally, emotionally and physically? Um, second question is, have you ever wondered what makes you, you? What is your essence? What is the element of you? Now, listen, today I'm handing you the shovel. This episode is me handing you the shovel. It's up to you to dig. <laughs> and I really do hope that you dig and dig well and strike gold when you're digging. Um, but it's a really important question because, again, I think you, you are you every day and you can go through the motions. And it's so easy to just be like, I know me, you know, like I don't need to you know, consider this, but actually it is important to consider it because knowing what makes you, you is key. It's valid. Um, it could, it could be different to what it was a few years ago or even a month ago, you know? Um, and so I think finding out your essence is actually really key to understanding how you navigate the world and see the world around you and how to progress in the future, what you want and how you pursue things. So that question is really important. The third one is, have you ever stopped to think what one thing, if taken away from your life, would make you a completely different person? And this one is, um, I think, understanding what makes you survive, what makes you stay afloat. What makes you flourish? What makes, what keeps the light on in your mind, as it were? Um, you know, have you ever stopped to think, what what was that thing? Or it could be a person. Um, but again, I think that could either be for good, for better or for worse. And this question generally is for better or for worse. So have you ever thought, what is one thing that if that was taken away from your life, would make you a totally different person, for better and for worse. Um, question number four is, what emotion is dominant for me? 
meaning what is the prevailing emotion that I have daily, what's the most out of all the emotions that I feel, you know, maybe I could be irritated or I could be happy or I could be disgruntled or tired or sad. Um, you know, what what is what comes up most frequently um, out of the emotions that you feel daily? Um, recently, um, I'm going to answer this question. <laughs> so recently, I've I realized that the dominant emotion for me was anxiety and it was really bad it was really messing me up and um I'm gonna do a separate episode on this but I really had to just like scrap rejig my mind if you remember if you listen to the control alt study episode where I was talking about your mind runs wild and runs free (laughs) and it's up to you to tame it and take it on the control, right? It's almost like a toddler that just runs wild and does whatever it wants. But you as a responsible adult needs to say, uh, no, Jimmy, (laughs) that's not how we do it. And that's exactly what I had to do for my brain. I had to just control, alt, delete, reverse, and just be like, oh, okay, this is not good. Rewire my mind. Um, the first few days when I, I noticed it, it was very, when I was trying to rewire my mind, it was very jarring. <laughs> it didn't come easy or naturally to me at all. And so maybe I might try to rejig my brain once or twice a day, but for the rest of the times, my thoughts would be running wild. But I remembered that actually the more I did this, the easier it, it became. And so I was very determined and was very purposeful daily to make sure that I was checking my thoughts and to make sure that they weren't just running wild and to make sure that I wasn't just accepting the first thoughts that came to my mind. I was questioning them. Um, I was doubting them. I was kind of just untangling the knots and putting them back on the right path. And so I think it's really important for you to identify. You can think of maybe in the last week, what has been the predominant emotion for you? Um, If that's been, for example, being irritated all the time, why could that be? Are you tired? Are you getting enough sleep? Um, Those are things to consider. Um, Or it could be, you know, even deeper. Something, you know, psychologically, like I said, mine was anxiety for for a, a fair few few days and I really had to check that and take that under control um but it was just a reminder to me also to not get complacent <laughs> not get too comfortable with myself always making sure that I don't take my eye off the ball which was my mind um so the next question is am I lonely now this one hits different because um, sometime last year, um, maybe maybe as a result of the pandemic, because it did happen in the pandemic year, um, I realised that I was lonely. And it wasn't because of isolation per se, even though I think that the third lockdown really got to me. We've In the UK, we've had, I think, three or four national lockdowns. Uh, and I think the last one was pretty brutal because I think it was the one that I spent in isolation the most. And I wouldn't say that it was the isolation per se that uh, made me come to this realisation because I love my own company a lot. I live alone. <laughs> I've lived alone for the past four years. It's wonderful. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So it's not It's not um, the isolation per se, but I think that it was really... Um, spending a lot of time like 
checking in with myself and deciphering my thoughts. Um, it was partly also aided by therapy and reading some books and article. And I came to the realization that like, wow, I am lonely. <laughs> and in my life, I never would have thought that that would be me. Like I said, I love my own company, isolation. Like I, you know, those are my idea of a perfect day is home alone in bed, watching Netflix, eating ice cream or ordering foods. Like that is my idea of a perfect day. And so coming to the realization that I was lonely was such a, it was, my mind was blown. I was like, impossible. Me, no way. (laughs) But I was. And, um, Before you answer this question, I just, I want to read a definition of loneliness for you. There are so many definitions actually on the internet. And unfortunately, I found a lot of them to be quite inadequate, believe it or not. Some of them, even from psychology journals, um, I find a lot of, a lot of them were about, you know, just a feeling of solitude was what a lot of them were saying. And it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that's the, the, that's the literal meaning of alone, uh, or, or or lonely, but it just didn't capture the emotional and psychological definition for me. And so, believe it or not, Wikipedia had a really great one, I felt. <laughs> uh, so, according to Wikipedia, loneliness is an unpleasant emotional response to perceived isolation. Loneliness is also described as social pain, um, a psychological mechanism which motivates individuals to seek social connections. And I thought that was really good, especially the first part where we described it as an unpleasant emotional response to perceived isolation. Um, I think that that, to me, that's really spot on, actually, because, yes, there is the isolation part on there, right? Um, but it's the emotional aspect of it that really makes loneliness loneliness. Now, there have been tons of psychological studies that have shown that people are, you know, definitely also lonely once they're amongst company or once they're in the midst of people. Um, that that also I found to be very true. Um, and another definition that I actually found quite helpful um, from the US National Library of Medicine is um, it was a quote from a, a study that defined loneliness as a state of mind um, and an inability to find meaning in one's life. And again, I think those are really great. I think they capture the emotional uh, impact um, actually quite a lot, uh, quite well. Uh, so yes, loneliness isn't just about being alone. Um, I think it's uh, like physical, you know, literal solitude. It's definitely the, the 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 psychological impact of it. And there's so many studies that talk about, you know, loneliness is described as, you know, this this hidden killer for elderly people. Um, it's from this BBC article in 2011, and that's no surprise. Um, and uh, you know, there is an an epidemic with with elderly people feeling lonely, and that's. To me, that's like really, really sad. Um, but loneliness affects, and for elderly people, theirs may come about due to solitude. And so I'm not taken away from solitude at all. Uh, but also I think it's important to note that you can be lonely in this in a room full of people. Um, and so I think for me, that was what was most shocking to it, uh, was that like, I would, you know, I have friends, I go out, I have a social life. <laughs> um, and, you know, 
relation those relationships or not I I realized for myself that I was lonely and so I've um had to just dig deep and understand the source of that um and and I did uh thankfully and I was able to recognize that and um change that you know or have I essentially had a different mindset mindset towards it I reminded myself of what was the truth about myself what was true for me as the kind of person that I am um and then I tried to reverse that because I because again loneliness and a little bit touching on my my last episode on um people pleasing and codependency I, I think that's one of the side effects of of loneliness is that unfortunately it can make you get into um unhelpful relationships and codependent situations and so had to nip that in the bud quickly um and and carrying on and um I was saying one time that to me the feeling of being alone but not lonely is I I like genuinely think is like top three best human emotions feeling ever like it's top tier top tier when you're alone and not lonely if that's for you if you're the kind of person that likes to be alone like I do (laughs) I like my own company um but not feeling lonely and you know times when I experience that I just it's it's bliss that's the only way I can describe it's pure joy pure unadulterated joy and bliss um but on the flip side um if you when you are lonely and even alone it's 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 dire so so ask yourself are you lonely um think about some of the, some of the definitions that I've given earlier about um feeling discontent for me loneliness just felt like this kind of blunt pain that I was feeling not physically of course but like you know mentally like it was just this blunt like just nagging feeling like in the back of my mind it always felt like there was something wrong but I couldn't place my finger on it um it always felt like there was something missing I just I always felt like there was a hole there was something that I wasn't doing there was something missing and it took me a very long time to realize that like actually that was lonely and I think that once I was able to put a face to the name um or a name to the face or you know define the monster it was actually a lot easier to conquer um so yes like I said I'm giving you the shovel it's up to you to dig (laughs) dig 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 all right so next question is um how can I be kinder to myself this one is um this one is we're putting ourselves back on the right path how can I be kinder to myself um how can I make sure that I am not the villain in my own life how can I make sure that I am helping myself to progress and move forward um do you know the funny thing about life is that people treat you how you treat yourself people see you how you see yourself your other people's behaviors towards you a lot of times not always a lot of times is a reflection of your own self uh, worth and self value and I think that um being kind to oneself is actually um a really really key in having high self worth and high self value so I encourage you ask yourself how can you be kinder to yourself jot it down and try and then try to be implementing those things to your life um so next question is are the motivations behind my original goals still present um 
And now I think that this is one for a lot of people who have goals. We are well into 2021. Uh, we're actually past the halfway mark of the year. And so this is really great if you've had New Year's resolutions or goals you wanted to accomplish this year. Um, you know, think about your motivations. You know, what are your motivations? In my previous episode about people pleasing, I said that it was always important to check your motivations and check um, your reasons for doing things and seeing if those underlying thoughts are are good. You know, if they're not about somebody else, but if they're just about yourself, um, to make sure that you're not falling in a pit or in a hole when it comes to having goals or things that you desire. And so ask, you know, what are the motivations? You know, are, am I still motivated to do the things that I set out to do at the beginning of the year? If not, how can you pivot? Um, I think that's a really great one to, to decide with yourself. Um, and then off the back of that is the next question. Um, what dictates my current decision-making process? Um, and so... You know, for example, if I want to go grocery shopping today, what's what's the what's the motive behind that? What's dictating that decision making process? Is it because I have run out of food uh, and so I have to go shopping or is it because I want a chocolate bar and I just want to go? That's fine if you want a chocolate bar. But if you have, for example, goals or if you're trying to be eat healthier and so you ask yourself, is that really the best decision? You know, I want a chocolate bar. That's why I'm going to this place. Is that really the best thing for me to be doing? Uh, and so I think that that's just a, a, a simple example I've given. But of course, you know, your life, everybody's life is complicated in its own way. And so it's really key to understand what is your driver, what's driving the decisions that you make and the process. The other question is, what are the top five words you would use to describe yourself? Are these, and be honest, this is, like I said, this is all about honesty. Be honest and write down the top five words you would dis- you would use to describe yourself. Um, and once you've done that, I want you to look at the page and see, are these good words? Are these all good adjectives that I have jotted down? Um... If not, why is that? Um, and I think that this is where honesty really pays off. Um, if, you know, so if all the words are good, bravo, well done to you. Yes, you're, you're killing it. Um, if all the adjectives aren't good, okay, um, well done for being honest. That's really, really great. One, that's wonderful. And so how can we change that? You know, how can we make sure that we are, you know, doing the work that's necessary to make sure that we we get to positive adjectives? Um, Or how can we be kinder to ourselves and how we view ourselves? Um, Show a bit of grace or compassion. Is there an element of that? Um, Were you too harsh in describing yourself? Um, These are all things to consider when you've seen all of those adjectives on the page. And the final question um, is one that I like 
and I think that would be really great to end on a on a light positive note the final question is what am I most proud of if you think about your entire life I'm sure there are many things that you will be proud of um if you have children maybe you've raised them really well um that's definitely something to be proud of um you know it, could it be your career could it be um how good a friend you are could it be how forgiving you are or how loving you are or how kind you are um could it be of how far you've come how kind you are to yourself there's so many things to be proud of it doesn't have to be just a big business uh adventure or a big business endeavor it could be personal it could be interrelational uh, many things but write down I know this question is saying what am I most proud of that's one thing but keep writing write down as many things as you can think of because I think it's really great to see for yourself how far you've come and all of the things that you've been able to accomplish and I think it's a wonderful thing and it eggs you on it keeps you going because you think wow I did that um and you know we don't I don't know about you but I one of I I know that I certainly don't um pat myself on the back on my shoulder enough or I don't stop to think oh wow I really did that enough um and so any opportunity you can get to give yourself credit I welcome so bravo to you for all of the things that you've been able to accomplish and things that you're proud of um well done those are all wonderful okay so that was really interesting for me <laughs> i don't know how it was for you um i answered two of the questions there myself um had a bit of vulnerability moment there so you could see i i hope that this this has been really great for you a great tool to check in with yourself um hopefully you can put things in place um that would help you to just improve your general well-being um if you've discovered that some things aren't as they should be um and um if this is for you this is for you. That's what I really want to emphasize. It is for you. And so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, let me know, interact with me, use the hashtag on adult pod, um, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, you can comment on our posts and let me know how you found this episode on SoundCloud. You can comment. I'm really keen to see, and as comfortable as you are with sharing, share with me one of your answers or one of your biggest takeaways from this episode. I would really love to to know that and to interact with you. And so thank you for listening today. It's been wonderful. Um, I hope you have, you've had a great time uh, digging into yourself. And I will see you in the next episode. Love you for listening. Bye.